We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. Welcome to the May 9th, 2023 edition of the Bart Winkler Show. Again, I am Bart Winkler. The next few Mondays, I think this can go through May and then into June. I would like to do live shows on Monday nights. Uh, and I think I'll just prepare to do a show as if I was going to do a show. And I would love for people to hop on if they're willing to hop on. This, of course, is something I'm saying to protect myself in case nobody wants to hop on or whatever. But I did prepare about a 30-minute show that I can do without the aiding and abetting of any uh, streamline or streamyarders. I would love people to jump on, but I, I feel like I could do at least 30 minutes and uh, we'll see what happens. Things have slowed down a little bit without my beloved Milwaukee Bucks, our beloved Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals or even the playoffs or even, Jesus, the uh, second round. So with that being said, we are taping this show on Monday night. The Brewers are manhandling the Dodgers. Uh, nine to one, they are in the top of the eighth right now. I was set to win some significant dollars on a $10 draft king. I had a great lineup going, Weimer and Taylor and Peralta and their pitcher, and then Yelich uh, put in some runs, and then Adamus hit a home run. Adamus, I never take this guy. He always screws me. Uh, he's one of those guys that when I do play him, I he sucks, and when I don't play him, he does well. So he's just there's there's a whole bunch of those different guys in different sports, and he's one of them for me in baseball. So maybe I'll turn my ten into thirty bucks, but uh, I was winning like five hundred, and that would have that would have made me feel good for a, a week. I would have been able to eat maybe like Doritos instead of ramen for a while. Also monitoring the Heat Knicks game. The Heat are currently, as I'm talking right now, up eight. With five minutes to go, we'll bring the final on that one. They're up eight with five minutes to go on the Knicks. This would give the Heat a 3-1 lead in this series, which would be, I don't even know if it's shocking. Ah, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And then the NFL schedule is coming out this week, and we'll talk about what games maybe the Packers could be on primetime, if any. Oh, Jimmy Lemke has hopped on. Good to see Lemke. I like Lemke's, uh, I like your Twitter header because the last three letters of his last name are MKE. And then he 
photoshopped or whatever the Milwaukee airport sign. That's a, that's some good knowledge there. My young, my young uh, friend brew pack Av says naturally the brewers do this after I see them in person in Colorado. Yeah. Brewers have been struggling. I think that's the main point that people have been talking about the last week is they've just been struggling. And I think you're going to see this a bunch throughout the, um, season is a team that the bats do get cold and that's just been the brewers as we know it for years the bats have gotten cold and then maybe they'll pick up again the frustrating thing as a brewers fan the last handful of years is it does seem to come in bunches or it's all or nothing either everybody's scoring and getting hits or nobody's scoring and getting hits they're not going to take a week where they don't score any runs and then have a three one victory tonight no they're going to tack on six more runs that they don't need just to, uh, you know, put an exclamation point on it. And that's what they did tonight. They got to the bullpen, specifically Phil Bickford, Brewers legend. Uh, Tony Gonsolin pitched well for the Dodgers. Freddie Peralta did uh, did pretty well tonight. Had a nice game. Six innings pitched, three hits, one earned, five strikeouts. Bullpen up to this point. Again, they're in the top of the eighth as of the recording has been doing its job. The big thing to notice about the Brewers in the last week is that they haven't they haven't lost any ground on the NL Central. In fact, they've gained ground. They gained about a half of a game, I think, a game on the Pirates because everybody in the Central last week sucked. The Pirates were 0 for 7. The Cubs and Cardinals sucked. The Reds sucked. The Brewers sucked, and somehow the Brewers came into this week a little bit better than they did going into last week. So, again, long season. My guy Grant says the Wisco Sports Show is a show that doesn't check the standings until Memorial Day. Maybe that's the right frame of mind to have. Again, long season. You just don't want to be one of these teams. Like I don't think there's too many teams that need to be worried right now about the playoffs other than and not making the playoffs. Other than the Royals, who suck, the White Sox, who somehow suck, the A's, who are sucking on purpose, and then maybe the Cardinals at 11 and 24. But I think a question we brought up last week, and I think people would still answer the Cardinals who do you fear more right now? The first place Pirates at 21 and 15, or the 11 and 24 Cardinals? I think more Brewers fans would say the 11 and 24 Cardinals just because of the agony that they've put us through throughout the uh throughout the years q is here good to see q bart what's up buddy i i'm gonna i'm gonna ruin your baseball rant because I, I don't know what you were just saying i have no this words it's like hockey conversation for me so let's talk about the uh standings i know i'm just i'm giving you a hard time i would definitely fear the, the cardinals over the pirates but i haven't watched a single Pirates game all year, so I, I have no idea how they're winning. How many Brewers games have you watched? I've been to two, and I've I've watched bits and pieces, and I was watching today's Brewers game, and I just I couldn't get into it. I like it, it's really hard for me to to get into this team before like August or September because um, we they just. They do well in the beginning of the year, and then it all seems to to melt away slowly under Craig Council. So, 
I'll keep you here. I don't know why this guy's awake. Tim Shea is driving in his car. Timmy! Well, I, I'm awake because I slept pretty much all day. I went to the Brewer game. Now I'm going home to sleep for another four hours. So I thought I'd join you from my car. Up. You went to the Brewer game on Monday night? I yeah. Uh, but that's not conducive with your sleep schedule. I told you, I slept literally all day. I got home at 10.15, and I was out by 10.30 and didn't wake up till 5.45. So you're up for the night now. So I'm up for the night, but I'm going to go home and take a four-hour nap. Jesus, how have you not quit this job yet? Because I like it, and it's a job, and I got a paycheck. Well, I know, but your sleep schedule is all bonered. Eh. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be fine. Tomorrow I'll stay up then all day, and then I won't go to bed until like six. Hmm. Tim, what's the the strangest thing you've sent reporters to so far? Not, I mean, nothing really strange yet. It's been, believe it or not, during the week. Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. It's been very quiet. All the good stuff happens after I leave. Hmm. And good stuff, I don't mean by like really good stuff. But yeah, the bad stuff. The bad stuff. Yeah. Well, you don't work on the weekends. No, that's the thing. But it's going to be a little warmer tomorrow. So we'll see what happens going into Wednesday. So. Do you, like, root for bad things to happen? No, so I mean, works it, you know what? It makes the the night, the day, the morning go quicker. Well, it, that's tough. I, I remember it, being, uh, when I was in TV, I don't know if you guys knew this, I was in TV. But was that, when I was in TV, it was kind of slow in lacrosse. And one of our guys there said, man, we need something to happen, like a triple murder homicide or something. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you saying? He goes, it's just been so boring. But that's what happens is that you like, it, it's not even real life to you anymore. It's about the story, I guess. I'll say the craziest thing that I've seen so far that I've like witnessed and watched people was when Rogers got traded. So, but yeah. pretty much they had everything done. So it was just putting it all together. So is, uh, Butch McGuire is going to go out of business now that their number one patron's not no. there. Right? Oh, trust me. No, I get that's what the weekends are for. Ah. Hmm. So, how was the game, Tim? It was good. The offense. Did you get out in the seventh because they stopped selling beer in the eighth? Yeah, I was I was out of there. I didn't even drink. No, no alcohol. But uh, it was good. The offense looked, uh, looked like it was back. Whatever. Well, yeah, it comes in bunches. Joey Weimer, how about that right? Yeah, uh, that was a nice home run. Yeah. And so, was, did you see Willie's, or were you gone by then? I was just walking. Willie hit his home. Hmm. Oh, look at you! I never know when you're like awake. I never know when to. These are going to be surprise dropping. I just like I miss you. I miss us, kind of. Oh, I know. I now that I know that you're going to be doing these every Monday, I might have to like, you know, put you in my schedule. So my plan is Monday Night Lives and then um, NBA Finals. I'll go live after every NBA Finals. Monday Night Lives. No matter who's playing. I feel like this is an NBA Finals kind of crew. Are you sure you can do this show without the writers being on strike? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my writers are on strike. You left me. I'm all tied up in knots. Good job on, on Sunday, by the way. I listened to you. Oh, my Sunday show? Yeah, your Sunday show. Sundays Wait, with this, and this is this is all about this is all about branding. 
because I have been doing weekends on CBS for four months, but at different times. And then now my shift is steady from one to five on Sundays throughout the summer. And so I promoted it as, Hey, every Sunday you can catch me. And that's when I got all the like, congratulations. Oh, you found a job. Like I've been doing this job. <laughs> I, it's just uh, that, I, you know, perceptions, I reality. Listen, I had to listen on the app too, because for some reason you're not on in Milwaukee. Don't get me started. And like channel 158 on satellite radio was broadcasting a game. So they had you blacked out. Yeah, I never know what if I'm on serious or not. It's always they're always weird with that. So I had to listen to you on the app, and they had your picture, like your show, the Bart Winkler show. Yeah, that's what it's called. The app, yeah. So yeah. and Tim froze it another. Do you get a stable time. producer then, Bart? No. Um I think they have weekend guys, but their schedules are all over the place. Look at Tim. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. Am I back? Oh, he's now? back. Yeah, you're back. All right. I had to disconnect from my Wi-Fi. I'm home. Oh, okay. Are you oh. gonna go to bed or you want to hang out or what? No, I'm gonna go to bed. I would hang out, but I need to get like a few more hours of sleep. All right, Tim Shea, ladies and gentlemen. I'll join you though. I will join you again and again. Don't worry, I promise. All right. Yeah. Well, we gotta hang out. We will. We will. All right. Bye, yeah. Tim. Good night, everybody, or good morning, or whatever. So long, Tim. Just remember, watch CBS Fifty Eight News. Just say goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over three hundred and fifty million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Hey, Q, um... You haven't drank since New Year's Day, right? That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna, I was gonna welcome you to the Dunn Club, the Dunn Drinking Club. I'm not done drinking <laughs> at all. I will drink again, and I will rise. But <laughs> did you like? Because I I don't need to spend too much time on this, but I'm like going through it this week. It's been a really hard week. Not. Not drinking, like I, I've turned it off like a switch. You know, that's like I'm I'm addicted to drinking. I don't have a drinking problem. I'm addicted to it. I just quit cold turkey for a little bit. That's fine. But I now I, I have need, the shakes. I need like 16 hours of sleep a day. I'm constantly sad because I and I looked it up. My brain got all fucked up, mm. and so 
the alcohol was creating dopamine for me. And now my brain like needs time to create its own dopamine. So basically I'm incapable of being happy right now. <laughs> you look happy. Yeah. I'm faking it for the camera. Um, so what, what got me through it? I really like those, like, there's like these hot, hop water drinks that are like seltzer, zero calories, zero, zero alcohol. And that helped me like cut the craving, but you, I know you oh, don't have the craving. Coke. What's that? No craving. You don't like, you don't have the craving at all. No. Well, I guess it wasn't really a craving, but sometimes like at the end of the day, you're just like, yeah, it would be nice to have like whatever I'm used to drinking. Um, well, I drink Diet Coke. It's like uh, rum. Yeah. So does that work? No, I'm, I really have not had the craving in the last eight days. That's good. Now, tomorrow I probably will. Uh, here's some more comments. Chad says, does Giannis's new haircut indicate anything about his potential free agency situation? 414, whatever our phone number was. Let me just remind people, and I brought this up on yesterday's show to uh, shit on Windhorse Report, which nobody else has picked up because he was full of smoke. Um, there's a lot of questions about the Bucks this offseason, and that's fine. But Giannis is not one of them. He has two more years of his contract and then a player option. I guess if he just like woke up tomorrow and said, yeah, fuck this, I'm out, then that's a problem. But the Giannis stuff, we have time. But there are a lot of questions. You may have seen Coach Mike Budenholzer's Instagram uh, where he says, thank you, we want a lot, blah, blah, blah. I'm so grateful. He names names. Thank you, dot, 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 dot. It's time for a beer, dot, 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 dot. And some sun on one of the lakes. Best coach, bud. And it's hard to read that and not be sad. Yeah. I wish he would apply for the open coaching position because he's going to be better than any coach that does apply. So so you want him to reapply to the job he lost? Yeah. You want the company that fired him to rehire him? Who is he? Bart Winkler? Let's do it. It worked for you. You're like the yeah. Phoenix. You're rising yeah. from the ashes. They'll be like, uh, bud, you can just coach Sundays from one to five. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's here's the move. We'll let him just cover the, the regular season, and then we'll, we'll install somebody for the playoffs. That's what I think the Packers should have done with Rodgers. Or at least like in the cold weather. And I thought Rodgers should have done that for Favre. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to have two quarterbacks. It's okay to have situational quarterbacks and situational coaches sure that's not a bad idea the the coach bud note like it it's so bittersweet because he just seems like a really good dude and like if you run through like the wikipedia for for coaches like he's might be our best coach ever like he's definitely a hundred percent top three and maybe probably top two and might be the best so um I don't know. It's it's going to be really tough. And then the other drama that came out is that Bobby Porter's unfollowed Giannis. He did on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that account. Yeah, which hopefully that was by mistake, but that, that just seems kind of strange. And then there's all sorts of random Giannis nonsense floating around Twitter, like the Chet Holmgren trade. And like, I, I, I don't know. It's For just Giannis? it's going to be one of those annoying off seasons. No, Giannis isn't going anywhere. This is this is all about 
this is all about um bud being gone and now what happens with chris drew and brooke but yeah it'll be it'll be annoying it, it it's just going to be a really annoying off season i'm hope i'm hopeful that we sign a new coach sooner rather than later just so that we're not kind of just stuck in this random limbo land so well, Q, uh, good to see you. Anything else? Uh, you like Guardians? So did I. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Um, yeah, I. I it's kind of sad. Uh, James Gunn is done with Marvel, but um, I don't know. It seems like some. Of, well, I, I don't want to spoil it. So uh, it yeah. was good. <laughs> it was spoiler free. It was good. Do you understand what I said though? It made me like Ant Man less. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I I feel like we could do a separate pod on this because yeah, I, I don't okay, want to say anything that'll All right, maybe spoil we'll do it. That. What? Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, because I, I would I could definitely have a take on that, but I, I just don't want to ruin it for anyone. So but glad you're live again. Uh hope to see you again next Monday. All right, see you, buddy. See ya. Q on the east side. You can jump in the streamyard link. Uh, I'll put that back in the comments. If you haven't seen it on Twitter, I'll get to Austin here in a second. I want to remind you about Happy Place Hemp. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Happyplacehemp.com, promo code's BART, 25% off every single order. Hey, that's a good alternative for boozing every night. It's popping some gummies. You feel it? No, I mean, the beer's fine. You got the PBR. As long as it's not one of them Bud Lights. No, no, no. We don't like light beer here. Coming up later on the show, Brett Favre, Mrs. Tucker Carlson. Is he wrong? 414-799-1250. Happy Place M promo code is BART. 25% off every single order. The gummies, the tinctures, the lotions, the creams, the lip balm, all that stuff. And my biggest reminder is that you can uh, use the code every single time that you order. So if you use it once, it doesn't mean you're eliminated or you have to delete cookies or you have to go incognito. You can use the code at every single time, and it works just fine. HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code BART. As we're taping, two games have gone final. The Brewers just beat the Dodgers 9-3. to Let's see how much money I won. I was up to 500 bucks on a $10 entry, and it looks like I'm going to win $26.42. Okay, I'll take it. That that's an ROI of two and a half. There you Could go. Been a lot more, but Willie Adamas screwed me. And the Heat have beaten the Knicks to go up three-one. Since this just happened, and Austin, then I'll come right back to you. I want to play this uh, voicemail from John in Franklin regarding a few things, but specifically the playoffs and this Heat series. This is coming on the Carl's Place voicemail line four zero two nine one five B A R T. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. Hey, John and Franklin. Are you a couple comments on some of the stuff you had on your show Monday? Very interesting. Uh, I'm, I share some of the same sentiments you do, rooting profusely for the 76ers, a team I do not like. But my disdain for Boston and the Celtics um, is only rivaled by my hatred of the Vikings. So, 
it was interesting how uh, Tatum was able to literally push his defender away to launch that three that uh, looked like it was going to win the game. But uh, I was glad to see Philly came back, and I hope Boston goes down. And the other thing, and I didn't get to this on my last call, I'm not mad at the Heat. I'm not rooting against the Heat. I'm mad at the Bucks. I'm not mad at the Heat. We all underestimated how good the Heat were. <laughs> and, if, and if somebody would have told, you know, I, I never even thought it was a possibility we could lose that first-round series, and that's on me. No. Also, probably we're of the same mind. I mean, you can reconcile that yourself, and everybody can on their, in their own way. But I'm not mad at the Heat. The button, <laughs> we, they were hurt almost as bad as we were. They, they lost players. They were just rolling people out there, and we did not have an answer. We kept expecting them to go away when we got ahead, and they didn't go away. So honestly, I'm not mad. I'm I am not mad at the Heat. They did what they were supposed to do. I'm mad at I'm I'm mad at my Bucks, but I'm gonna get over it and we'll re rack with a little bit probably a few changes to the lineup and definitely a big change in the coaching lineup. But uh, I'm not mad at the Heat. And uh, frankly, I, I don't at this point don't find myself rooting against them. Uh, well, I'm rooting against the Heat, John. Great stuff as always. The problem is the Knicks are such dog shit in this series that it's hard to take them seriously. I am rooting for Philly over the Celtics, and I would root for Philly over the Heat. What do I do about Celtics Heat? Uh, I would say you go with John there. You got to. Um, root for the Heat on that one. And then I mean, I hate the Celtics. The I'm never the guy that says root for the team. No, me neither. Me neither. But fuck the Celtics. Like, but but in this case, the Bucks loss was so embarrassing that maybe it is better <laughs> if the Heat. Yeah, but um, okay. First of all, you got to find a way to interact with john so that you two can talk back and forth john keeps telling me he's gonna hook up on one of these things john only needs your phone yeah he's got it but i do i do agree with him on that but i'm not gonna root for the heat to win the finals because i want the team to beat me to lose Mm -hmm. but if they're gonna if they're gonna beat philly then um i'm gonna root for the heat to beat boston so, so I'm first. I'm rooting for Philly, and then I'm gonna root for the. I heat. guess I won't know until it happens how I feel. You'll know exactly how you feel, and and you'll be rooting for the Heat. Unfortunately, maybe. Hey, so I want. So since our Bucks are out of the playoffs now, so I've been watching the Brewers. Like I was watching them all right when it started. And then uh, playoffs happened. Hey, we're and, doing Brewers talk. Let me get Brett and Tosa in here too. Brett, what, you, awesome. what is this? This is the Bart Winkler show talking Brewers. What it? Hey. I'm trying to bring it back to that. You say no, what you're going to say. Good. I got. Some, keep talking. I'm listening, but I got. Okay. I got to get a so prop. We got to get this back onto the Brewers. So I think right now we can't be. We got to be talking ten game stretches right now, and the Brewers have not done that well. I went to two of the games in the last 10 and I've uh, 
watched or listened to like six of them. So they haven't haven't watched all that much of it, but um, the the way that they can just walk in and shellack the Dodgers and then but well, then did yet, you hear that story? Was that story that Levering was saying true? I didn't hear it. The Dodgers the like hit, right? Their bus got hit last night. Oh no, I didn't and know. And the Padres had to turn around and pick him up. Oh. Well, yeah, the Bruce have, the Bruce have played half of their games on the West Coast, which is Yeah, no, which is great. Absurd. <laughs> well, yeah, I did look, they don't they don't have any West Coast till the end of the, at least All-Star break. Yeah, I think um Brett, you were kind of saying like you like baseball and I like that call from you. You like baseball, but then you're like I got I mean there's a lot of other stuff going on and it is like I'm really into the NBA playoffs. And, you know, uh, Tuesday morning I'm doing Bill Ryder's show again, so I kind of feel or like I should you at least – let us know, know what days you're all doing CBS this week? Just Tuesday and Friday, 9 to 11 on the fan. Tuesday. Sunday afternoon every Sunday except for like one or two. But, yeah, I think that um, when there's other stuff going on, I have a harder time. But then when I get into it, like, like it's like drinking. When I start drinking again – I'm going to be drinking every night. But when I take a couple of days off, it's harder to drink. You know well, I, mean? I, I get, I mean, your national work, I, I get why you're, you're into the other stuff too. Um, <laughs> but as far as, you know, as, as far as Brewers fans, like the start of this season couldn't have went any better. And Austin, you're right. I mean, they've, they've hit a slump here the last 10, 10, 15 or 10 days or so, but we knew that was going to happen with these young guys, like Weimer and Terang, like there's going to be more of that. There's going to be growing pains, but I mean, what's happening in St. Louis right now? I mean, I'm I'm not ruling them. I'm not counting them out, but like, they have a major, major. Hill yeah, what is them. happening? How are they this bad? <laughs> like, like what? Well, we talked about with the Brewers last year. Have like the Brewers being a really smart organization for four months, and then August first comes and everything just goes haywire for two months. That's what's happening in St. Louis. Only they've been a smart organization for like twenty years. I mean, it it's a mess. Do they backtrack on playing Contreras in the outfield now or what? It sounds like Michaelis came out and said that no one in the organization knows how to call a game and they just relied on Yachty for too long. So now they don't know what to do. They'll fire Marmol and by the all-star break, Molina will be the manager. And I don't know. I'm more scared of the Cubs. Like I'm watching the Cardinals Cubs right now. I'm I'm cheering for the Cardinals. Like Brett, you also said here's a Brett Seption. He said if you're not checking the standings at least five times a day, you're too productive. Yeah, Grant Grant, if he's listening, he's doing a bit. He's checking the standings five times a day at least. That's bullshit. Uh, my guy oh, Zach gave ninety nine okay. cents, and then saw Tim and gave nine ninety nine. So thank you, Zach. I'll make sure uh, the rich get richer as Tim's got a real job, and I'm. In my basement. What's the old adage? Memorial Day? For the standings? Yeah. Uh yeah. But that's that's when I that's when I start checking them. Well, I check them every day. Oh uh, yeah, I don't have time. I mean well, I, I do have I do have time for that. I don't want to act like I don't have time for that. I could honestly do that if I wanted to. I, I do agree with that. Like you can't you can't be making major conclusions until Memorial Day. But I mean the Cardinals are eleven and twenty-four. Like the old saying of you can't win a division in April, but you can lose it. I mean, that's true. And 
I mean, I don't, I don't know that the Cardinals can can come back from this. They they have to play and it might be as a hundred win team the rest of the year to get to ninety wins. Do you guys think? What do you need to get in the playoffs? Win well, in the, August. I would guess the Central is only going to get one team. So to win the division, you're probably looking at eighty-seven and ninety minimum. All right. I just blew by what Austin was saying. What were you saying? I did. I mean, do you guys honestly think that Pittsburgh can figure anything out come by yeah. the time it's August? It's it's the Brewers and Cubs is is my. I yeah. mean, the Cardinals have a chance yet, obviously, but um, I, to me, I, it's the Brewers and Cubs and. I feel pretty Here. good about that. Here's the prop comedy that I wanted. Um, because I got a I was talking about dopamine. Jeff said buy a box of 89 upper deck and rip them open. Dopamine replaced. Since I'm on YouTube, the Dan Shaney stream, danshaney.com. Which pack should I open? Should we go with uh is that Joy Weimer's dad on the Bart Winkler show? <laughs> Maybe these are the newer ones. Should I go with a 90 football pro set to open right now? Should I open a 90 Fleer pack? Should I open a 91 Fleer? I save these for my son to open someday. Let's well, open top, let's open top 87 because I can feel the gum in it, and I will eat the gum. I got really into cars during COVID, buying them yeah, online. Everybody. It's, All right. There's a rush. You know, bring in hot take Jake, too. Uh, who's got Dan Shaney behind him? What the hell are you doing? Me and Dan, man, we're we're hanging. We've got a new partnership going on here. Is that a picture? Good guy, Mister Mister Shaney. All right, I'm opening a pack of 1987 tops. Will you eat the packaging? I'll eat the gum. Well, no, you have to eat random shit like action figures and fucking dude. Chairs. Dust just came off here. I swear. How old's this gum? 87. Don't do 35 it. 35 years? Don't do it. Oh. It's like a cracker. <laughs> nah. All right, well, he's chewing on that. Okay. Bart. So first, what do we think about Christian Yelich hitting off the leadoff? I got a ruined Sierra. His, his first swing. Oh, God. The fly ball to the wall today? His first saying? swing. Okay, Christian Yelich at leadoff. Um, what did you feel about him attacking that first pitch on the inside of the play? And him, he almost sent that one yard. I I like it. I, I can't think about Christian Yelich and think about anything but infinite sadness. So I'm sorry. I can't. I agree with Hot Take Jake. However, I would rather see a fly ball to right field over a base hit to left. So I it was good to see. But, yeah, I, we've been doing this for like 2000 at bats. I'm with Jake. Every time he comes to the play, it's just, it's misery. Well, and on Yelich, I had a interesting conversation with a couple friends and I've yet to be shown an example um, that fits the criteria more, but is Christian Yelich the worst contract in the major three sports? When you consider the market size, what it means, like the sport, the way that it's stacked against the small markets. Like, I think there's an argument that he's up there. Well, the problem too is it got bad two years before it even kicked in. We knew it was bad. Well, and you know, it sucks. And this is why baseball sucks because the Brewers had this amazing pitching staff and they went all in offensively on two guys that ended up not being major league baseball players. 
in Keston Hira and Christian Yelich. And it's like, I want to be mad at them, but I can't be mad at them. Like at the time, that was probably the right call. And now they're screwed. You're just saying right now, right, Jake? As far not, as like, not you're not you're not saying it's like the worst contract of all time, but at of all no, just in, at the moment in in the major three sports, yes. Yeah, I, I mean it has to be baseball if you're taking in market size. So I I would agree with you. Right, and that was it one of my be. main points. Was like when you consider what how that's going to affect the way that they have to run their organization going forward, I think there's a solid argument. Bruce and, Bochy. Bruce Bochy, okay, so when I worked for the Brewers, that dude's hat was like a bucket. Like, the biggest fucking hat I've ever seen. Who's this? Oh, Jim Rice? I got a page of Jim Rice. Dennis Eckersley looks like my friend's mom. (laughs) Oh, look at this traitor, Chris Bazio. He is a traitor. Fuck that guy. Um, Billy Bean, Pete Ladd. Are we here's really the, doing Brewers talk the whole time, or can I? No, can I here's the here's a little bit more. No, 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 no. Come on. What, just what do you want to talk about? I just, you know, it's been a minute since I've been with you guys, and I have some hot takes that I wanted to throw out there. I, I, I just got one more Brewers thing. Okay, Brett, thing. and then I need to ask you guys all something controversial. So I'll, I'll leave it with this. I'm yes, I, I agree with Grant. It's early, good start. Um, this team's going to win the division by five-plus games if Burns and Peralta don't get hurt in the next two months. Like, there's some time for Brewers fans to get on the bandwagon and, and buy in, but um, everything's shaping up really nicely. So it's going to be a good year. All right, here's my uh, controversy that I want to bring up, and then we'll get to the hot takes. The uh, – the, uh, we're still doing this thing with the Braves Wall of Honor. Like the Brewers put someone on the Wall of Honor today. Oh, Bob Hazel brave. for the Milwaukee Braves. And his grandson was there and he threw out the first pitch. And that's got to be a great moment for his grandson, Sid. And I don't want to take that away from him. But if you're not already on the Braves Wall of Honor at American Family Field, I looked up Bob Hazel. Bob Hazel played with the Braves from, I mean, he was on the World Series team, but then he played for another half a season. He played a total of four seasons in the big leagues. So this guy's on a wall of honor. I mean, mean, it'd be like like if in 50 years, the Bucks put Sam Merrill on a wall of honor. Well, I was just going to say, it could be worse. You could be the Bucks, who, like, if you spent more than three seasons on the team, they retire your number, unless you're Ray Allen and Glenn Robinson for some reason. But, like, how do we have all these jobbers' numbers retired, and then Ray Allen isn't up in the rafters? That makes Have you no guys sense. ever heard the you're, super offensive? You're going to have to fill me in here. The Wall of Honor. Now, that's not the, the wooden panels that they put up outfield, is it? There's inside the stadium. There's a tribute to the okay, Braves. Okay, okay, it's not the basically one now everyone that's ever played for the Braves, and I don't think that we should be honoring the Braves to begin with in that building. It's a different franchise. If you want to have it like in an outlet mall down the road, that's fine. But it's a they moved, and I you know I always think of like the one guy that always called like 
He's 80 years old, and we'd be talking about the Brewers. He'd be like, what do you think about talking more about Eddie Matthews? Well, the Braves are still an organization in a different city. Yeah, and the worst night ever was when they came here, and we wore Braves jerseys, and they wore Braves jerseys. We both wore Braves jerseys during a game once. That's such little dick energy. I want to play this. uh, 1250, maybe you guys have heard this. Maybe you haven't. 1250 used to run Braves games when it was WEMP. Horvat's grandpa was the play-by-play guy, Earl Gillespie. And I find this very offensive, but it's on YouTube. Tim and – that doesn't make it right. But Tim and Sparky played it a few years ago. Uh, Basically – I mean, I'll just play it. After this ad from Expedia. Don't you hate on YouTube when there's fucking ads to click through? Who does that? What monsters? Tim spokesman for him braves. Him say holy cow. That's what him say. I play that not, not I play that as a history lesson. The the radio jingle says this is your Braves reservation. It sounded like the Grinch or the Grinch voiceover guy at least. Interesting. Yeah, I agree with you. No reason for it. I did I I've never heard of Bob Hazel until tonight. And he was really damn good in 1957. But yeah, I, he definitely I don't, has a seven name. Bob I think we all would have been pretty good in 1957. Basement Dave to the Bart Basement Fund, $4.99. Thank you, Dave. That'll go back into the podcast. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Nice, nice talking brews with you for a little bit, Bart. All right, Brad. See you, buddy. The next portion of the show, let's uh I got some Packers I want to talk about. Austin's still here, hot take Jake. You have some hot takes to throw our way? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I kind of just want to like you can you can I'll I'll volume if you want it, take it. If not, whatever. Here's my hot takes that I wanted to bring up. Um, the first one, the Green Bay Packers, and say this with your chest, you motherfuckers. The Green Bay Packers are winning the NFC North and they are winning a playoff game this season. No. Number two, the New York Jets are finishing dead fucking last in the AFC East. Can I rebuttal um, like a buy or sell? Yeah, yeah. And I got two bucks once too. So all right. So I'll buy that the mm, the everyone's gonna be jock riding the Lions. They might actually win the North. But I like us nope, to win eight nope. or nine games. I'd put it much more likely that the Lions finish last than that they win the North because of Dan Campbell. That shit does not play for long in the NFL. Guys, Uh, and then if they win the North, they get a home playoff game. So, okay. Why Uh, the next one? Yeah, I I don't think the Jets are going to be good either. Why are we discrediting the Vikings on the North? They'll be they'll be up there, but I'm just saying it with my chest. I think Green Bay. When you look at what their defense was supposed to be last year. They got hurt. Stokes got hurt. Gary got hurt. If those guys come back, and again, with the NFL, health is always the first thing because if you're not healthy, it's not happening. So let's just assume relatively decent health. Okay, let's assume. I'm good with that. That defense, um, not only are they going to be healthy, but it's a young defense. 
You got guys that are going to take a second year jump. And the same can be said on the offensive side of the ball with guys like Christian Watson, Samari Toure. Um, who's the other? We Dub, that Aaron uh, Jones. And I think Jordan Love can be at the very least what Rodgers was last year. So uh, I think the other thing that's being overlooked, and maybe this is just conspiratory of me, I think these guys are going to want to ball the fuck out for Jordan Love. And that's just me. Okay. And now where I agree with that is that these guys have been with Jordan Love and probably associated with him and like want to play wide receiver with him as quarterback. But I don't think that we can just go in saying that Jordan Love's going to win eight games. Well, I don't think it's a matter of Jordan Love winning. I think the, the Packers are going to be a they're going to run the ball and they're going to have a good defense that's going to win ten games and they're winning the North. So and then that comes out. Okay, so ten games. So then that comes on Matt Lafleur to help him get to ten games. So we got to see what he can do because we've all seen him choke. And yeah, um, then we got to hope that Minnesota doesn't find a way to win eleven or twelve. I would say I, I've been putting the ceiling at 10, the floor at 7. I, I think it's probably more likely they win 7 than they win 10. If the over-under 7.5, though, I would bet that over, uh, you know, probably hover right around 8. The team, I think, is still – and then there's some holes on the team, but I don't – I don't know. It's not like we traded a quarterback and then we traded everybody else that was – Right. That's, you know, and that's one thing I keep looking back to is like, why are people assuming there's going to be this massive drop off in quarterback play when Rodgers was just kind of average last year? Here's and Bart, I know you have your theory that Rodgers knows love is good. That's why you think love is going to be good. Really just break it down to they could have easily gone the easy route and just say, okay, Aaron, let's run this thing back. But they took the chance Gutekunst put his balls out on the table and said, I'm going to trade you and pay you $40 million to play for someone else because I've got someone better. Maybe he'll end up looking like a fool, but I think there's a reason that they make that move besides just little Aaron's being Aaron. Jake, Uh, I like your optimism on that. I, I do. And I'm rooting for the same thing. Mathematically, they had to make that move. And uh, I'll be buying a Jordan Love jersey before uh, September, so I'm all I'm all with you on this, man. My man. What do you uh, think? What are your Bucks ones? Um, my first Bucks one is that three out of these four players will not be on the team next year, at least. Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. And my that second was, one is that, that was three Bucks, players. I said three out of those four. Oh, sorry, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis as well. I would um, say that – uh, hold on, I want to talk about this. The Instagram thing? No, I like – you're throwing out topics. I want to talk about them. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this is the second one kind of goes into the first one. Well, let me – okay. The Bucks Whatever. will have a lottery pick in this draft. Oh, come on. So now they're going to not make the playoffs. No, I'm saying in this, they're, they're in in three out of those four guys coming you back. They're going to trade with someone. Yeah, they're going to have one in this draft coming up this in a month or whatever. They're going to have a lottery pick. 
Jerry wants to know who the guy is behind you. That's a cardboard cutout, I assume, or a DS baby. That's Dan Shaney. He's the fucking Jake's man. background is Dan Shaney. He's from Shaney got a gold Shirts. record, man. Is that where is this picture from? I don't know. His website? <laughs> no, I was there earlier today. We, yeah, I took it personally. Took a, took a picture with the gold record. Yeah, you had him stand. Yeah. I need a I'm background a stand, stand, man. Hey, he sponsors the YouTube stream, so it's fair game. But did you see the Bobby Portis Giannis Instagram kerfuffle today? Well, he unfollowed him, right? Well, yeah, so Giannis every offseason unfollows everybody except his family because he doesn't want to be bothered. And then somebody found out that Bobby Portis unfollowed Giannis. Now, I have people that responded like, why are people looking at this? This is creepy. True. That is very true. But it, it feels like remains, why did Bobby Portis go out of his way to do that? Creepy. Well, he's probably like, oh, you follow me, unfollow me, I'm going to unfollow you, LOL. Yeah. But I, I stand by my take that at least three of those four guys will not be back next year with the Bucks. I think that's bold, uh, but I do think it's possible. I would say that um, – I would say Brooke is the most likely to return, even though he's a free agent. I would say Chris is the second most likely. Uh, he's got a player option. Maybe they – do something with him at the deadline. Maybe they do nothing. Maybe they sign and trade. Maybe they want to keep him. Uh, I think that they try to find a way to move Drew. And I think that Bobby Portis is very likable, but a lot more movable than we might uh, think. And there were a lot of times where he came in this year and I just maybe expected more out of Bobby in certain situations that maybe we didn't get. So I, you know, that's, it, it's bold because it's, it's a huge shakeup. But I think the Bucks are looking for – I think they'll at least, like, whether that happens or not, but they will explore those opportunities, Jake. I think they're going to be very aggressive in this offseason. And whether that's – oh, and I have a hypothetical, but um, I love the idea of doing whatever you can to get Damian Lillard from a personal standpoint because he's my favorite non-Bucks player in the league, maybe ever in the NBA um, he's just a good dude and someone that's easy to root for. Um, but I had a hypothetical, and this has been rolling through my mind. Let's say San Antonio, Greg Popovich is like, I'm not getting any younger. They win the lottery. They've got the number one pick and the best prospect since LeBron, allegedly. They call you up and say, we'll give you the number one pick and a boatload of other picks and whatever you want for Giannis and Drew. Are you taking that deal? Knowing what you know about this team and what their future trajectory looks like at this moment. So you'd get Webb and Yana? Yeah. I don't want to answer that. That's a tough one. It's tough, isn't it? I'm not saying I would do it or I wouldn't, but I'm like, man, that's hard. Um, did did the Bucks uh, make a mistake? Um, oh, yes, they made many. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, sorry, I just like was of their organization. Um, oh, fuck. Who was it? Oh, Bobby. Portis. I just blew your okay. mind, Austin. You're That's what that Bobby was. Remember after the mind. championship 
when he could have went and signed else for for big money, but the Bucks signed him. Who? Bobby. Oh, uh, maybe. It's a business. Was that a mistake, perhaps, by the Bucks? If you're talking about dealing them. Um, I think you'll see some fan backlash, but I also think you right, you you buy low, you sell high. And I think that's your carbon copy definition of you bought Bobby Portis for nothing, he builds him up to this six man of the year level type guy, and then you sell. That's the business of it. And maybe it hurts, but that's business, baby. It's like Chris that's why I think Chris Middleton is the least likely to be back because he said it since the beginning of the season. When they talk to him about like, you know, hey, are you going to stick around? Are you going to be here? And he says, well, it's a business. Business first. So, you know, I think he put that out there quite early. And um, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, Middleton, why don't, you know, if you're talking about these trade scenarios. Why not just pay him? And I'm like, maybe he doesn't want to be here anymore. Like nobody's considering that. We'll find out, Jay. Great topics. I'm going to bid you both adieu. Thanks. Miss you, well, I'm I'm pretty sure Monday's. Monday's in May and June outside of Memorial Day. I'll be on YouTube. Sounds good. And hey, everybody in the comments, right? Give, give me a thumbs up if you think Bart should come work out with me. Oh, fuck no. I don't work out. <laughs> All right. Thanks, love you, Jay. buddy. Love you. Let me open this shitty pack. It's a 2020 Leaf. I get these in Walgreens. Some of the these rookie cards aren't even worth anything. We've got a Raekwon Davis. We have a Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's funny. We have a Shea Patterson, Justin Jefferson, and LaVisca Chenault. All right. How about that? Cone roller. What's up? How about my new Rodgers card I got? He's still haunting you. Look at that. Actually, this is one of the few Rodgers cards I think I don't have. Are the Packers rebuilding right now? Would you say they're rebuilding? I got a question about that. So is this a topic because Bukowski and Herman talked about it to each other? It's just spoken into the lore, and it's it's real. That's what they can do. That's the power. So those two just talked yeah. about it to each other, and then every radio station in the state did that question today? I, they must have. I, I respect it, but I mean, crazy. Good on them, I guess pretty fucked up so you think they're rebuilding do you think the packers are rebuilding yeah uh no but then i'm just going to use like a cinema a synonym for the word they're retooling yeah getting younger like if i say retooling or refocusing or readjusting am i not just saying rebuilding right i mean it's a pretty it's not a substantial roster turnover, but offensively, I mean, outside of Jones. I mean, fuck, they told Big Dog he's not coming back. Yeah, absolutely a rebuild. I know. I'm going to miss Big Dog. He was he was always fun to watch. Yeah. What's up with you? Nothing much. Just enjoying the, the live on Mondays. Um, just what, what spurred this? What spurred it is that I miss doing these. Yeah, these are fun. You know? And it's, a, you know, I don't want every show to be like, oh, here's 20 minutes with a guy and then me doing three voicemails, which is a fine show. It's a great show. But I, you know, I also like the Bucks. I'm really mad at the Bucks. They really took a lot from us. 
Yeah. Have you, where, where do you sit kind of, you know, in the 12 stages of grief, kind of where would you say you are right now? And where were you two days ago? And where do you think you'll be two days in the future? Are we at the 12, isn't the 12 stages for alcoholics like me? Well, a little bit of both, a little cross-pollination. I'll go, uh, I'll look at the five stages of grief with you. Oh, is that what it is? It's five. Okay. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Um, maybe I'm still in denial, honestly. You know, there's no timeline, you know, it's however you. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, there's no right or wrong answer. Well, because I've been like, so when the Bucks lose, what, what happened the very next day? It was the NFL draft. And so I immediately had something to uh, take my mind to. Um, and then since then, I've been watching the NBA playoffs, still enjoying them, like r- rooting against. But the Heat Knicks series is probably the series I've watched the least of. Fair. And I'm at the point where it's like, I don't like the Heat, but they are earning every win they get. And if I'm going to be mad at the Heat, am I not just mad at the Bucks for letting them beat them? I mean, the Heat played as you would want the Bucks to play. Right. That's an introspective answer. I don't know that I've like, I'm angry. I was angry that night. So have I already passed anger? Am I bargaining? Maybe it sounds like I'm bargaining right now. You're bargaining. Yeah. So then depression, I am depressed right now, but that's on a different topic because I haven't drank for eight days and my dopamine is not resetting itself. And then acceptance. I don't know that I'm there yet. Well, I'm glad we talked through that. Do you feel better? How about another one of these leaf packs? Yeah, what do we got? Or should I open like a real pack? Do what uh, people do online where without opening the pack, you cut it in half and then you open it to see how much pain you've gone through. They do not do that. Yeah, heard God, yeah. Why? <laughs> Entertainment, I guess. Who the fuck does that? How about just 2021 Tops Heritage? Perfect. All right. I was saving all these for my son, but I don't think he cares. We got Jalen Beeks. Who? We got Sixto Sanchez and Jesus Sanchez. Oh, wow. Glaber Torres. Heard of him. Aaron Judge. Goat. It's autographed on the back. Wow, that's a keeper. Jorge Alfaro. What is this? Some Ron Santo thing just popped out. Ron DeSanto? Ron DeSanto. Jesus again? I don't need two Jesus cars. Oh, wow. We got the big one. The Josh, Josh Hader. Wow. What a night. Was that Brewers uniform, Josh Hader? Brewer's uniform. You know, history will forget him as a brewer. They'll think of him as an Astro and an Oriole and a a Padre. I think history forgets a lot of people. Like, do we still know who was Jim Henderson? He was okay for the Brewers for a couple years. Jim Henderson's on the staff. No way. Yeah, I think he's the bullpen coach. Oh, welcome back. Yeah. But I mean, relievers are pretty forgettable, unless you're your goat. You know, like 
Trevor Hoffman. Well, and like they, uh, the half of the relievers on the team right now, I can't even name you. A lot of Polacks on the, in that bullpen. I, I have no idea who they are. Oh, no, that was not a pog. That Ron Santo thing, it was just like a circ. I don't know what that was. It did look like a pog. I had pogs. Should I do a pog opening next week? I love pogs. I, lo- I made my own pogs out of uh, sneaker boxes, and we call them pongs. Whoa. What'd you put on them? Like little Winkler trading cards? Put some high school stats on them? Yeah, like Fondy Cardinals and different logos of shit. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's Pog. Pogs. You know, today, okay. today huh? the NFTs. They are the NFTs of today. I made money on an NFT last week. <laughs> People still make money on those? DraftKings had this promo where I buy like UFC Rainmakers NFTs for a UFC contest. And then one was like rare of some shitty guy. So I sold it for a hundred bucks. Wow. It was weird. How many primetime games do you think the Packers will have? I was saying two or three. I don't know. I think they will be probably three or four maybe, but I, I don't know. It's Well, there's a couple differences. So the TV schedule is going to look different this year. Different this year. The main one is AFC doesn't mean CBS and NFC doesn't mean Fox anymore. They might, they're going to like do a total draft for their games. And they might like NFC, Fox might be like, well, we love Cowboys. We've had Cowboys. CBS might be like, oh, we want Chiefs. We're familiar with Chiefs. But it doesn't necessarily mean that because it's a Packer game, it will be on Fox. Is that uh, draft not... televised? No, no. I, I Give it three years. I bet that's televised. Oh, for sure. Also, not every team is guaranteed a primetime game. So there could be, the Packers could conceivably have zero primetime games. I don't think that'll be the case. The day that I dread, the question calls out, uh, the, the schedule comes out on Thursday, and I dread Thursday because we've gone five months knowing who the opponents are and not giving any thought to when they play or where they play, thinking, oh, in five months' time, we'll know. But then the morning of, everyone's going to be scrambling to get out their leaks and we're all going to be like checking constantly to, when we're going to find out at night anyway. And that always that always bothers me. What uh, what city are you eyeing up for your road trip this year? Great question, Cone. I'd love to either go to Vegas, Denver, or Pittsburgh. Okay. I would actually like to go to Pittsburgh the most. Okay. I like when the hotels and downtown and stadium are all can like the close. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of how, like, Indy. Indy's kind of like that. Indy, Cincy, Cleveland. St. Elmo's. Can't beat it. Yeah. um, You know, Buffalo, we had to drive out. Kansas City, we had to take a bus. Same thing with Dallas. Foxborough. I'm not really keen on that. Do the Packers play the Jets? I could Google it. I know that's Bart's pet peeve, but I don't want to. No, they would, I think, play the Jets next year. Let's go. Then again, you know, a a full, David says, not a noon games, a full noon game Sunday, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Is that prime time, though? 
Oh no, oh, no. Oh, oh. I'm just I'm just saying for like Yeah, they'll be off prime time. So we're so good. used to the Packers playing six, seven games in prime time. Yeah, I do like noon games because for the first half of the season it kicks off at 10 a.m. out here. It's pretty convenient. Bears at home, Lions, Vikings, Chiefs, Chargers, Rams, Saints, Buccaneers. Maybe the Chiefs and Packers gets a primetime game, but got to get Michael Cohen on, on here to break down the Packers schedule. <laughs> Remember when him, him and Chuck, Chuck went at him thinking that it was all fixed. You know what? I'll try to find that audio. And then Cohen's like, Chuck, they plug it into a computer. No, I just think the Packers, they get, they get three. Road games. I, I got to find that audio. Um, here, I'll tell you what would be the, here's what the primetime games would be if Rogers was still here. Cause whatever I say about Rogers, I'm not an idiot. I understand the jets will have six, maybe more, however many primetime games they can have. I mean, are you hoping, what are you hoping for Aaron Rodgers out of New York? Are you going to be cheering for him? Are you going to be cheering against them? Or are you just going to be like, check his numbers and whatever? I think we all know the answer to that. I don't. You're really going to be spiting him? I'm not going to cheer for him. Okay. They're not going to be like your AFC team? No. My yeah. AFC team's Jacksonville. Oh. I'll be closer to uh, indifference than I am towards either option. Oh, someone just gave you five bucks. Daniel wants you to upgrade to a Sendix bag. Oh, no Sendix yeah. out there, but someone send me it. I'll give you my address. All right. Yeah. Cone, Cone comes on for months in a paper bag, but to give him a new paper bag, he'll give you his address. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something. Uh, if Rodgers was here, one primetime game against the Bears, no question. Yep. One primetime game against either Detroit or Minnesota, home or the way, that's two. At home against the Chiefs is three. On the road against the Raiders is four with Levante. And then probably the Steelers. Yeah, big brands for sure. And then maybe, maybe the Saints here or the Chargers here or – on the road against Denver. So there'd be six with love. I bet you we have bears Packers will be a Sunday night early yep. in the season. And I would think that there's a Thursday night game against like Denver. I'm going to predict my predictions. What about like a Monday night game against the lions? That's a yeah. Monday night. Football my game. predictions are Sunday against the bears. And I don't know Homer away. Uh, a Thursday night divisional game against the Lions. Probably not the Vikings. Probably the Lions. And then a Monday night game. No, Monday night against the Lions. And a Thursday night game against the Broncos. So I will predict three primetime games. I like those. Yeah. That's what I'll go with. Maybe the Chiefs. I don't know. Maybe the revenge game for Jordan Love. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of storylines for that one. Is his mom going to have better seats? Oh, is she somehow going to have worse seats? <laughs> put her in a blimp or something. Well, they put her on top of the stadium. 
All right. Well, I think I'm going to wrap up for, for now. Sounds good. Sounds good. Good. Speaking of address, I am getting a new uh, shipment of Omaha steaks just in time for Friday. Ooh, some of the, the filet burgers. No, uh, those have already been, you know, I've already eaten those. But uh, Father's Day package, I'll have more on that to come. Promo code BART. Ooh. Shout out to Gene, uh, who ordered a package for Mother's Day. Shout out Gene. So I know of, I know of now, I know of like in the hundreds people that have used the code for Happy Place Hemp. I know of three people that have done the Omaha Steaks code. Well, there's been a lot of good uh, grill talk on uh, terrestrial Milwaukee radio. So, am I missing out? Yeah, a little bit. Castle Castle Olson just christened a new uh, blacktop Blackstone. I did have a dream that Zabin was my neighbor and we became buddies. He's a, I, my stock is up on Zabin. Stock up. Yeah, stock up. Stock absolutely crashing on Armin. Still Why? dying on this hill that May is better than October. Oh, May fucking blows. Dude, he's he week later, we're still talking about it. May sucks. Agreed. May's my birthday month. Happy almost birthday or belated birthday. It's my birthday today. That's why I wanted to do a live. Is it really? No. No. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> you. No. A um, little uh, bit more of a news dump. Um, Annie Ager got a nice shout out in the Outkick article. Annie Ager, yep. Shout out to her. A lot of people on Twitter wanting that red bandana for whatever reason. What was more uh, predictable to happen today? Annie Agar getting featured on Outkick or Brett Favre doing an interview on Newsmax? I'll go Brad on Newsmax. <laughs> A little predictable. Yeah. All right, bud. All right. Good talking with you, Bart. See you, Cone. Peace. So we will do these on Monday nights. Uh, we'll just hang out after the Brewer game. I did go a little early because they were kicking their ass, and uh, I wasn't sticking around and waiting. Plus, I want to watch the end of this Warriors game in the second quarter, and I think they're up like a handful of points. So. We'll do this on Mondays after Brewer game. Uh, NBA Finals, I do plan to go live after every NBA final game since we'll all be watching that, I think, anyway. Uh, that'll be a good time to break down that series. And uh, Tuesday, I'm on with Bill Ryder, for Bill Ryder on CBS. You can also catch me on uh, The Fan. Thanks, everybody. It means a lot that you're here. And go, everybody. I don't have a sign-off. I'll use Brick in West Dallas. Have the day you deserve.